welcome to the Equity Team Podcast. Uh, I'm Chad McMahon. I've been a real estate agent in Sedona for about 15 years. I've lived in the Sedona area for over 30 years. Um, and I'm an investment specialized short-term rental and multifamily uh, specialized real estate agent. So today we've got Martin. And Martin is um, he's a very skilled and talented uh, agent within the equity team. He's a short-term rental and investment specialized agent. Welcome. Thank you, Chad. Yeah. Yeah, so happy to be here. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> so I'd love to know, uh, first thing, and I know a lot of people have been, a lot of my clients have been asking me this lately, how's the short-term rental market doing? Are the are the properties still moving on the MLS market and the off-market? Has it been grinding to a halt? Like, what's what's going on there? Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's really interesting because the the market as a whole in the nation you know has cooled down right from the from the craze of 2020 and 2021 but what we're seeing is that little pocket markets mm-hmm. like Sedona are still extremely desirable and um we work mostly with investors uh, as clients as realtors because we're investors ourselves and we're seeing that that demand has not slowed down and the really good properties that are on the market are still going to be bought up and scooped up by these investors that are planning on doing short-term rental. And really, the, the, the kind of shift that is happening is that in the past two years, there was so much money available that people invested and didn't necessarily have the investor mindset. Mm-hmm. And this didn't necessarily have the skills to create a really unique short-term rental because that is what you want to do, right? You want to provide an experience to your guests that will be un- un- unforgettable. Yeah. And what happened was because there was so much money and the prices were so low, a lot of the houses were bought and transformed into short-term rentals, but didn't necessarily have a special unique flavor to them. And so now that the market is shifting, there is still a lot of people coming to Sedona. And there's a lot more short-term rentals than there was in the past. So now what's happening is the really, really good one, the unique ones, the ones that were crafted with taste and with talent are so high above performing all the other ones. So we have that kind of average short-term rental that is, you know, maybe 50 to 60% occupied throughout the year. We like to run conservative numbers, usually at 70%, but some of our clients that have really unique properties are all the way up to 90%. And that and that demand has not stopped. Yeah. You know, it's funny because around seven to 10 years ago, and then of course before, short-term rentals weren't really much of a thing. You know, I mean, it was hotel stays, it was resort stays, it was timeshare, you know, it was all of these things. And so... Um, you know, the, the quality of the stay that you're talking about was so much lower. Yeah. And people would be coming in and it was simple, you know, and it still is simple, of course, to use hotels. But now I think people are quite pampered and yeah. they have a higher expectation for what they want. And they like to be able to choose what they want instead of just choosing, I want that hotel. You know, they get to look at a long list of all of these single family homes that they have to themselves. They're not sharing. They don't have a wall next to someone. They don't have a yeah. really, hopefully don't have a really noisy air conditioning unit, you know, that typically have an hotel <laughs> oh, or bed bugs or terrible beds or anything else or walk through the lobby and all that. 
people don't like that as much anymore. Yeah. And you still get a lot of people that will use those hotels. But certainly with my family, you know, I like to I like to pamper my wife and and have amazing adventures with my kids. Mm-hmm. And so I love having the house experience. And you know, fortunately with the review um setup that these homes have that are short-term rentals, there's accountability, which is very, very important because if people get bad reviews, then they're not going to have the days. Yeah. And that's a really good system. You know, it's more effective than than the hotel reviews um, because typically they have lots and lots of reviews and you know that matters, but not as much as these these homes. These and houses. they also have a really, really broad network yeah. of hotels throughout the world, right? So people usually are accustomed to one particular chain of hotels, and then whenever they're going to travel, they're just going to pick that chain because they're familiar with it. But the experience that they get from it isn't necessarily up on par with what they've experienced in the past. Yeah. But that's not—they're not, not going to leave a bad review because of that. And it doesn't really matter because they still have in that pipeline a lot of clients coming in. Where it has a short-term rental, they have to do a good job. Yeah. And, and they're going to be noted and they're going to be reviewed every single guest that comes through that property. And, and that's going to show up. And the algorithm is going to show that up also on the on their page. Yeah. So they're going to be really careful in trying to do something that provides value to their yeah. guests. That's right. You know, it's um, most people, even locals in Sedona, don't remember, don't realize that before 2016, Sedona was a 30-day minimum rental town. Mm-hmm. Anything within the city limits, um, rentals could not be 29 days or less. They just couldn't do it. It was it was non-compliant and technically we're breaking the rules if you did that. Some people, you know, they, they tried to hide it and they would still do it, but it was a very small number mm-hmm. of uh, owners that were doing that. Yeah, And they weren't watching it as closely because short-term rentals weren't much of a thing yet. I mean, it's amazing how much of things have changed in the last six, seven years. Yeah. So, yeah, now it's a whole different animal. It's a whole different animal. I mean, I know personally some people that don't even own a home. They don't even rent a home. All they do is travel around the world and short-term rental. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> the, their, their main yeah. page when they open their internet browser is Airbnb. Or, yeah. Am I going next? You know, <laughs> that's a whole new lifestyle. And, and Sedona is definitely a hotspot for people like that. It's very nomadic. I love that. You yeah. Know, just, just traveling around. That's very cool. So Sedona has, um, they have a new permit program for short-term rentals. Yeah. It's something that has just kicked in in the last uh, few weeks. And uh, it's a it's a way for Sedona to track the short-term rentals and how many of the, the housing units truly are short-term rentals. It's something we're also seeing in other locations as well throughout Arizona. Um, I think it's going to become the new norm. So basically the way that the, the and, and I know you're already aware of this, but this is mainly for our audience as well. Um, the Sedona short-term rental permit program, it's going to kick in. Um, it's going to be required by February 15th, 2023. Uh, it doesn't cost much. It's $200 a year. Uh, it's basically processing costs and things like that, monitoring cost. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically they're going to be, they're requiring certain things. They're not asking for, they're requiring certain things. So you have to have liability insurance. You have to notify in writing, got to notify your neighbors, your immediate neighbors, that you're going to be operating a short-term rental. Um, oh, and the other thing is, just to just to clarify for our audience, this is only within the Sedona city limits. So there are parts of Sedona 
that are not actually within city limits that are called Sedona, that are considered Sedona. For example, uh, most of Oak Creek Canyon, Village of Oak Creek does not fall within the Sedona city limits, but Sedona is still on your envelope when you receive your mail. So, and then there's, there are a couple more sections far to the Northwest and far to the Southwest. So if you have any questions about what falls within the city limits, you can either contact the city or you're welcome to reach out to us at Equity Team if you have a property and you're concerned about it and we'll be happy to help you. Mm -hmm. So within Sedona city limits, uh, those other items I mentioned, but also um, on your property, you have to post that it's gonna be a short-term rental. Um, in addition to that, um, you have to have some kind of a background check with your short-term rental tenants. So that's kind of a bigger bigger deal for a lot of people. They're not comfortable. They're not used to that. They say, how do I do it? What, what quantifies as a background check? So a lot of the online booking um, companies, they already do that automatically. Mm -hmm. So that just solves that for most people. If you're independently taking care of your own bookings and you have your own website and you're not using things like Airbnb or VRBO or things like that, then you're going to need to have some kind of either an automated system. There are um, online providers that can do that for you where it's just kind of built in there. Um, that's a little bit more of a pain in the neck now. Mm. Um, but a lot of these auto providers, they, they'll do that for you. Some form of a background check. Um, so that helps a great deal. Yeah. And, um, you know, those. Oh, the other thing is emergency contact info to the city of Sedona. Yeah. So you got to make sure you provide that. And, and I think that all of that is a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, there's been so much growth in that sector in the past four years, but especially two years, really, um, that now it's really hard for the city, for the locals, for everyone to really keep track of how much short-term rentals there actually is uh -huh. and who does what. And I think it's important to just have a repertoire mm -hmm. of all of that. And it just and it also helps in case of emergency that the city... And, you know, the fire department and whatnot, they know who to call, who to contact uh, when they're dealing with guests that just arrived in Sedona and they, they don't, it's their first time in here. Yeah. So so I think, you know, having a profile within the city uh, with your contact information, I think that's a really good thing. Um, and that's also going to help us have more accurate numbers, right? Because I heard that historically, for example, 60% um, of Sedona homes have been rentals. Mm -hmm. In the past, now we've gone... In the rentals, so that leaves 40% owner occupied, 60% rentals. And within that 60% rentals, we now have um, about two thirds that are short term rentals and one third that are long term rentals. But now having that policy in place is going to help us really determine and have these exact numbers. And, uh, and then the, the liability insurance, I mean, that's just, that's a given. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if you're serious about your business and you want to run a short-term rental and you don't have liability coverage, like you're you're in it for a really, really big surprise one day. And and yeah. I and welcome I'm to the sure. new world. I mean, everyone's getting sued. You know, someone trips over something and it's just a, a rock or or a little step up in tile or something, and they get injured and you know, they have the wherewithal, they're, they're going to sue you. And that's yeah. just kind of the new thing, yeah. especially with pools. You got to be really, really careful. Now, granted, that's that's additional insurance typically, you know, as far as pool safety and things like that. Yeah. Um, if you do have a pool, if you're going to add a pool, it's really important for our, our audience to know that there is a huge risk there. But you just have to make sure that you're satisfying some basic things and you go above and beyond a little bit as well. 
And again, you know, if, if our audience members, if you have uh, questions or concerns about pool and safety things and, and liability and protecting yourself and protecting your tenants, then they can always reach out to us. And, and I hope they do ask those questions. Yeah. You don't want to mess around with that kind of thing now. It's, and Arizona has more pool-related lawsuits um, than just about any other state. I mean, mm. we really uh, take the cake on that one. Mm. I mean, the, the priority when when you're considering doing a short-term rental is to make sure that everything in your property is up to code, right? And and it's whether you agree with it or not, it doesn't matter. That's the code, mm-hmm. you know. That's the law, and that's what's being enforced. And so, if you're doing some remodel in your home, you want to make sure that you work with a contractor that's licensed and that knows the code yeah. as well, and that can help you figure out what is the best, how is the best way to remodel with with your particular design. Yeah. And then, if you have all of that in place and you have your coverage, if something happens, then it's not on you. That's like right. it's not on you, and, and you get and you get help to back you up. Yeah, that's right. You definitely need to uh, cross your T's and, and dot your I's to protect yourself and, and anyone that's going to stay at the property. Now, with the permit program, is this something I know that you said you you feel it's a good thing? I agree with you. Um, are you concerned about the permit program at all in, in terms of the, the direction that we're heading and, and where Sedona is going and, and all of that with short-term rentals? I'm not particularly worried because we we have known from a while that this was coming. And this is not by any means some drastic measure that is going to influence the the capacity of short-term rentals owners to to perform with their property at all it's just it's 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 a basic like we need to put everything on the books know where it's coming from and let's make sure that everyone has a proper insurance coverage so that in case of any accident you know the city doesn't become liable and and you don't have to file bankruptcy (laughs) and so so right now that's just where we're at um we, we we know that the city of sedona that some of the locals don't really like short-term rentals, but we also know that we need the short-term rentals and, and we need that added um, uh, tourism traffic. We need that added um, uh, extra um, spending in our hotels, in our um, bars, in our restaurants, in our shops, in our crystal shops. We, 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 need, we need all of that traffic, right? So it's like... Rental, the rental market has always been a part of Sedona's history, and and I think it's here to stay. How that's going to be shaped in the future is to be determined, but right now there's there's no change to that. Yeah, Sedona is our industry is obviously tourism, and so we need those tourists to be happy and to keep coming, yeah. keep coming out here. And I would strongly argue that um, because now they have more comfortable stays than ever, and they get to hand pick how they're going to stay and where they're going to stay and what they're going to pay and all these things um, that they're going to come back more often mm-hmm. and they're going to tell their friends and they're going to tell their family and they're going to tell their neighbors and everything yeah. else too. And extend their trips. Yeah. I mean, so, so often I, I meet someone like, Oh, I just came for the weekend, but now I've been here a week and I meet some other person. Oh, I came for a week and now I've been here for a month. Yeah. Like they just, they love it so much that they don't want to leave. And, and, and that's part of the magic. Yeah. the beauty of Sedona and it's and it's so great that we're able to provide that for so many people around the country and around the world because now we're getting into the realms of being an international destination I mean I see tourists speaking different languages all the time on trails and that's amazing right yeah very good yeah well perfect this was amazing uh thank you Martin really appreciate your insight thanks John 
and uh, look forward to doing uh, more of these podcasts with you and really digging in on more short-term rental information. Um, we're going to have some podcasts coming up. We're going to talk about Cottonwood versus Sedona uh, and kind of what those markets mean and what kind of returns are typical and what you should be looking out for and how to thrive in what's going on with our market. Yeah. So thanks again, Martin. Appreciate thanks. you. Thank you.